Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, real quick, before we start this episode, we want to let you know that we are doing another live Confused Breakfast podcast recording Saturday, February 24th in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at the Olympic Theater. We're going to be reviewing Air Force One, and you know we're going to have a group yelling together of get off my plane it's going to be fantastic putting the link in the show notes we would really love it if you check it out spread the word buy some tickets we do eventually want to take this show on the road and if we can see that people really love attending these and that they buy tickets and we sell it out that sure does make it easier for us to make the leap in the future so please check it out saturday february 24th buy tickets cedar rapids iowa message us with any questions let's get started It's a beautiful Monday morning in 2024. How are you? How are we? we Are we friends? (laughs) We're pretty good friends. Pretty good friends. Pretty good friends. Guys, this is the fourth calendar year we've been doing this. Weird. Does that make you happy or sad? Makes me Because it also makes me feel like time's going way too fast. Makes me feel great. How did... How did I get here? You might ask yourself. How did we get here? How did I? You may find yourself in a strange place, strange people around you. Ask yourself, how did I get here? More importantly, not only has four years time flown, but um, the year that AJ was born was 1989. That's a long fucking time. And here we are in 2024, going to be talking about. Who would have thought that when movies in 1989 were made that dudes would be podcasting being like, do you remember that movie? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys remember? Do you guys remember? You guys remember that movie when I, from when I was born? Here's Honestly, a movie that I really liked. Some of the movies oh. that I bring up, they might be like, oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah, but the ones we do, no. No one, uh, no one ever watched this in 1989. So. <laughs> <laughs> now it's cool. Well, you guessed it. We are here. We are brunching. We are going to go back to our top five movies from 1989. We decided we're going to do one top five episode from each of our birth years. Yeah. yeah. AJ and Sean, you're 91. 91. 91's a great year, right? It is. 89, fucking fantastic year. 1982, uh, we might just have to do a group top five because yeah. <laughs> there, there was not many good movies made from 82, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, 
we kind of made the decision here. Well, here's the important thing to know. There are 12 movies that we have done from 1989. That is how popular this year is. We've done Back to the Future, Batman, Christmas Vacation, Field of Dreams, Major League, The Burbs, Parenthood, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Roadhouse, Weekend at Bernie's, Uncle Buck, Bill and Ted's. All of those movies are from 1989. And we do have an executive producer today, Bud Larson. Um, Here's what he said, and this will kind of explain it to you. He said, I wanted to pick five that we haven't done yet. Mm. Even though the guys told me they're allowing movies we've done, uh, picking five movies that we haven't done yet has been a little tough. I looked on Wikipedia, the movies that came out in 1989. I made a list of about 25 movies that I liked. The guys have done 12 of the 25 movies. I was able to get my top five we haven't covered. I tried hard a lot of these movies that's basically my top five pick five of those 12 like fuck yeah uncle buck i on there every time i kept all but one of the movies we've done off my list just because i wanted to help prove how great this freaking year is so did you guys put any of uh, of our movies on your list i did not i i have i have one okay that's great so see not only is there 12 movies we've done but we're going to add another potentially 20-ish movies yeah to that list uh like like uh bud said there are 25 movies he picked just on his list that he likes from this year nice okay and like any list episode that we do Hopefully we will do all of these movies someday. If if these movies are being talked about in this list, they're gonna happen. Yeah, they have to. Uh, do you got any honorables? I wanted to throw a couple out there. Uh, I would like to throw Kickboxer out there. Okay. <laughs> many many. If you were like me as a kid, you didn't understand whether you were watching Bloodsport or Kickboxer or Lionheart. <laughs> you didn't know what Legionnaire movie you were watching, you, but you're like, I love this. Whatever it is, I'm actually oh. a big fan of Kickboxer. And we've talked about it. The the evil guy in Kickboxer, I think, is more scary and evil than Chong Lee. He's certainly scarier than Chong Lee. But do you think it's a better movie than Bloodsport? I don't know. Okay, I haven't, I, seen, I just, it want, I just I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. Yeah, I just do, do I want to do an episode on it? Fuck yeah, Bloodsport's pretty fucking great. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Let's pretty pretty low on our list, but I also really it awesome. sucks. We need to redo it. Uh, and then I also put Dead Poets Society. I love that movie and Ghostbusters Two. Okay, which obviously we will be getting to. I'm just not even going to talk about it. Left it off my list. Yeah. Okay. Bud Larson had a couple. He had Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Back to the Future Two, Major League. Weekend at Bernie's, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, all movies we've done that he is clearly saying, I would have put these on my list, but I'm leaving them off. 100%. So what about you, Sean? Great list. Um, I'm going to go for my first honorary, uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, that's right. That it's was this year, too. One of probably the most disturbing movies I have ever seen. I actually can't watch it. It's like truly terrifying. Uh, Mary Heron, I believe, is the director. Um, she... Harry Mary, I think. Harry Mary. Mm -hmm. She somehow made uh, probably the most effective Stephen King adaptation, in my opinion. You could be onto something there. It's really kind of crazy. The the only thing that's not really great about it is the lead performance from the dad. I don't really like him too much, but great fucking movie. Uh, Next of Kin with Patty Swayze. Okay. I love that as an action movie. It's really fucking cool. Uh, A really extremely underrated Christmas movie that is Home Alone meets Die Hard for sure. Next of Kin? No, not next oh. of, this next one. Um, oh. is called Deadly Games or Dial Damn. Dial Code S for Santa Claus or something like that. I think that's what it's the other name for it. 
Great fucking movie. It's basically a siege movie, but that it's an evil Santa Claus coming into this kid's house. Okay. It's amazing. It's fucking great. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, one of the yep. best romantic comedies of all time. Uh, the Abyss, great fucking, uh, what's his damn name? Director, Aliens. Uh, James Cameron. James Cameron. Jimmy Cams. Great movie. Uh, and Tango and Cash. You oh, got yeah. Sylvester Stallone Dude, and Kurt did. Russell. You can't go wrong. Uh, actually, one I just remembered, uh, uh, James Belushi, or Jim Belushi was in Canine. Canine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you if you try to type in a list of movies from 1989, that's going to be at the fucking bottom. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to be very low. you got to yeah. really go through on Because that. apparently the makers of that movie didn't also realize Turner and Hooch was coming out <laughs> the same year. Whoops. Oh, dang it. Maybe we'll be talking about it. I don't know if we will. Um, <laughs> What's your honorables, AJ? Um, honorables... Um. Oh shoot! I may have. I'm sorry, guys. I may have two on my list that we've done. Oh, I'm great. so sorry. Okay. I know I'm a piece of shit. Uh, Tango's and Cash. Tango. Ca- Tango's, Tango's Cash. And cash. Uh, Tango and Cash is definitely on there. Um, and I. Yeah, man. What a mo- What a year for sequels too. Um, but Dead Poet Society was also on yep. mine. One that I think gets overlooked, but I'm kind of excited for when we come around to it little monsters yeah yeah okay dude true 89 is a huge year for fred savage you're absolutely howie right. mandel is it howie mandel's yeah. the monster um i can't remember his name in it, but yeah yeah so honestly i think those are the those might be the only ones that i'll give as honorables so okay yeah well let's start the old bud larson off at number five Woo. executive producer old buddy boy he is going number five the wizard Oh, nice. He says, I remember the extensive product placement in this movie. At one point, I thought this was a Nintendo-based movie. I remember it had the Power Glove, and it introduced Super Mario Brothers 3 to North America. That was... I didn't see that one when it came out, but when I when I watched it later on live, I was like, oh, yeah. why, did, why did I not see this as it's a kid? It's so much fun. Well, this might be coming up later. Who knows? Well, maybe. maybe. Then I'm going to go my number okay. five. My number five is a movie called The Dream Team. Anybody Hell anybody yeah. ever see this? I love that movie. I think we've talked about it Dream a couple of times. Team. It's Listen to this. Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd, Peter Boyle, and Stephen First are the four main characters of this movie. I like it. They're mental patients that take a field trip to New York City, and then they end up like getting loose. And like in typical eighties fashion, they like solve a murder and they're like metal patients. It's it's this is right in between Beetlejuice and Batman for Michael Keaton. So I feel like it sort of got lost in the shuffle oh, a little yeah. bit. But man, this is this, I don't know why or how I saw this movie, but this was like on my bro, me and my brothers like put it in, watch it, put it in, watch it on VHS. I think we recorded it off a of TV. Nice. The Dream Team, I hope, is a movie we get around to. I'm, I'm so excited. But I don't think many people have seen it. So that's that's the interesting case of like, kind of like a uh, little little shop of horrors. Like, yeah. you need to see this, but I don't think you have. Kind of right, yeah. right, yeah, for sure. Dream oh, Team yeah. is my number five. Sean, what do you got, man? I'll go. Um, number five, I got to go with uh, Spike Lee and Do the Right Thing. Ooh. Love this movie. And this is one uh, movie that the environment is as important to the movie as any of the characters or any of the plot points at all. This movie feels hot. It's like the hot summer of New York. Brooklyn, I think, is where it's at. Um, there's amazing performances. Uh, I, I I just think that it's one of the... 
it's for some reason like really overlooked and not talked about as much. Mm. And uh, especially with like the BLM movements and stuff like yep. that. Like this is one that I revisited around that time. And um, I don't know. This this it's a really really special movie. It seems like indie, but it's all it also seems very of the time whenever you watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love that one. Spike Lee, do the right thing. Fuck yeah. Age number fiver. Oh, rock and roll. Uh, another honorable mention I will give you is uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, except <laughs> because it can't be a favorite because you're talking about dogs dying. No, so. no you uh, can't, I'm you surprised you even brought it up I as know. an honorable mention. I apologize. I strike that from the record. No. Okay. Um, no, Lethal Weapon 2. Ooh. Guys, Lethal Weapon 2. Now, this is the one. Wait, Lethal- that was 89 too? 89. How did I not have that on my Lethal list? Lethal Weapon 2, 1989. Jesus. Oh, dude. This I, year is ridiculous. I know. This is the one where you've got these, um, uh, what are they? They're, uh, I don't know. They're, they're, uh, so, oh, South, South African. That's, uh, that's what they are. They're these like rich white South, South African guys or something that, um, they are, uh, battling against. I mean, you've got, you've got them in a truck pulling out, braces for a house that's on a mountain and stuff it, it's insane but it's classic lethal weapon guys and they just kind of take it up a little bit more this is when joe pesci starts getting into the mix <laughs> i mean come on it, it's it's so good um yeah lethal weapon 2 i think it's maybe one of the least watched or least renowned of the lethal weapon franchise okay but I th- I think it's great. It's worth your time if you're if you're in that you know that vein of movies. So okay. yeah, Lethal Weapon two. Uh, Bud Larson number four. He's got Police Academy six. City Under Siege. <laughs> okay. Now listen. Now okay. listen. He explains the credit. He said even though it's not my favorite Police Academy movie, it did have its funny moments. Almost everyone from the original cast came back. I will agree with him. My family was very much a Police Academy family. Love like. Three, four, five, like feed him. Six was not that great, but I like that he at least brought it up because, like, that's a pretty important franchise that I'm surprised we haven't done yet. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> like, we're not going to start off on six no. city under no. siege. Sorry, but, bud, but we are gonna... definitely, and I think Bud will very much appreciate it. But we are going to get in on the police academy yeah. stuff. So that's his number four. <laughs> My number four is another sequel, Fletch Lives. Oh, okay. It's right. a sequel to the original Fletch. Definitely not as good as the original, but I'm a Fletch fan. Uh, this one is still great. Chevy, I think it's kind of peak Chevy Chase, that era of him. Yeah. Late 80s. He's back at it. Arlie Ermery, Randall Tex Cobb, Cleavon Little, Phil oh, wow. Hartman. Yeah. They're they're very much making fun of like racism in the South mm-hmm. with this one. It's it Fletch Lives is is always a classic when you put it on. Have you seen the new I have Fletch not with, with uh, um what's his face? Uh Mad uh, Men. Mad Men, yeah. Um with John Hamm? Yes. John Hamm. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's a movie, right? Yeah, new Fletch movie. New Fletch with John Hamm. I didn't hear I, I much about it. I didn't watch it, but uh, I feel like there's somebody who could do it. John Hamm should be able to. Yeah. So I'll sure. report back. I'll watch it right now. Okay. Okay, okay we'll be right back. BRB.
Everybody, it's the beginning of the new year, so you know what that means. Resolutions, our sponsor, Factor, is here to help. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your new year's resolutions the time spent on preparing the meals can be tedious it's been a long day the babies finally sleep and now you got to spend 30 40 minutes on a meal last week i was so busy i couldn't even spare a second's worth of time so when i got my first box of pre-made ready to heat and eat in just two minutes factor meals i was so pumped to try it i pulled them out of the box and each delicious meal took me absolutely no time to prep and eat no mess no washing dishes no cleaning the stove after i bumbled my way through the kitchen I had a roasted veggie and pesto tortellini for lunch yesterday, and for dinner, I heated up a chorizo chili. Unreal flavor, and I couldn't believe how nutritious they were. Plus, I made sure to add in some of their amazing ready-to-drink smoothies and juices. Head to factormeals.com confused50 and use code confused50 to get 50% off. That's insane. Code confused50 at factormeals.com confused50. 50% off. It's a new year. It's time to save some money and eat right. Do it along with us by using Factor. Number four for me, I'm going to go with a movie called Society. Um, this is a trip, gooey, goopy, gross, surreal movie that uh, I had watched for the first time um, in for a friend show, um, Tad Good his little horror movie podcast that he's got out there. Um, and I loved every second of it. It's like taking surreal to a whole different level of like, uh, he's the, our main characters living in this town and everything kind of seems off. And even he'll like witness his sister in the shower by chance and notice that like, she's got horns and then like look look away and then look again then she doesn't have horns okay. hmm. you have to kind of see it to believe it it's really the end of the movie that's where it all culminates and kind of just explodes with what the fuck is going on it's <laughs> one of the most what the fuck movies um i'll just i'll just leave you with uh it what they perform it's a whole group of people at the end coming together and i'll say they call it the shunting um I know you guys won't, but if people are out there are fans, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a fan of this kind of movie, you have to see it. It's fucking crazy. Anyway. I don't. AJ's not going to see it. I was so excited doing research for 1989 when I saw Society. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I can finally talk about it. I can finally tell people about Society. Uh, Which which podcast of Tad's is that? Uh, Was that Attack? Not Attack of the Killer podcast. He's like... uh, 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 never seen first time. first time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. I listened to that. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. First, first time. Yeah. 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 Tad's got a couple of good podcasts. Yeah. Those are, those are both great. Attack, attack of the killer podcast. Also check it out. Yeah. If you're, if you're like Sean and like weird <laughs> horror movies, definitely check that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be listening. Okay. <laughs> it's not for me. I'm sorry, I just, but it is, they're really good at it. So, um, uh, I if I didn't bring this up, then I think we'd, it would be remiss. It's it's 
Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Yeah, it, it's to. it's in my opinion, it's my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Why would you not enjoy this movie? You're talking about Harrison Ford, Sean Connery. Um, it doesn't doesn't uh, Miriam uh, make the comeback in that one? I think so. Yeah. Um, yep. dude, it's so good. I, the The supporting cast. I'm also a big fan of like watching anything in like that 1930s, 1940s, like World War II era, and like the fact that. The fact that he just gets to punch so many more Nazis is amazing. You know what I mean? And just just really screw with them. Um, but no, you, look, if you're listening to this podcast, you know Last Crusade. I don't need to say much about it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Uh, well, we got to go to Bud Larson's number three. He's actually going to mimic my uh, my fifth one. He's going Dream Team as well. Oh, nice. And and I totally agree with him. He says Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd, Peter Boyle, Stephen First, perfect together. They absolutely are. It's like the coolest little male ensemble of it's like the like a 80s. dream team of the 80s. It's like a dream team. What, what wow. do you call that? Oh, yeah. Mm. He said one guy who's a hothead, one who... I'm going to pose this to you, AJ. Of those four guys, who's the hothead? <laughs> who thinks he's a doctor? Who thinks he's the son of God? And who's the last one? Uh, or sorry, and the last one who only speaks in baseball terms? <laughs> who's the hothead? Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd, Peter Boyle, Stephen First. Michael Keaton, duh, hundred percent. Who's the, who thinks he's a doctor? Uh, I, I well, I want it to be. I want it to be Peter Boyle. Nope. Is it Chris, Ma- Christopher, Christopher Lloyd? Lloyd? Yeah. Okay. Who thinks he's the son of God? <sighs> First, no, it's Peter Boyle. Dang it! Okay. And Stephen First only speaks in baseball terms. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he, he he nailed it. It's a, it's great. a funny movie from childhood. I, of of anybody, I think AJ yeah, would actually very like much it. enjoy. Okay, yeah, all right, you really would. Yeah, uh, my number three. It's the one I'm putting on my list. It's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Of everything that we have seen in the '89s, I still get weirdly choked up talking about this movie. Like, be excellent to each other is the greatest sentiment that has ever been portrayed in any movie. It is a motto of life. If we followed that motto, the world would be a fucking awesome place. Yeah. And thinking about the idea that music will never change. It'll never change the world. Like they think it does in this movie, but it was just them as people that changed the world. Mm -hmm. Right. They're, they're being excellent to each other. I love this movie. I wanted to keep it off my list just to bring something new, but it's, it's my favorite. I yeah. love this movie. That's uh, my number when three. When we covered it, it was sure. the first time I watched it, and it was just like, wow. Like, it, I don't know it, why. It's just night. I love that it exists. Yes. You know, I think I, that's a good way to put it. It's it just the world wouldn't be the same without Bill and Ted's Exit Adventure. I agree. Yeah. Uh, number three. Number three, man. I'm going to go with, uh, we just we just covered him a whole bunch, and this wasn't even on the bracket, on the seat. Damn. Turner and Hooch. Yep. Yeah. I love Turner and Hooch. Watched it. So many times as a kid with my brother, um, I just love the the dog man. Uh, well, the man dog, the man dog aspect uh, aspect of it. The, it's you know it's a buddy cop movie with yeah. Tom Hanks and his his partner this, this is the dog. dog you know yeah. it's amazing and it's you know I I hate to put it on the list because of what the ending is, but yep. like it's it's still there, it still works, it still makes it mean something. Um, yeah, just a great movie as far as I remember. I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah, uh, Tom Hanks doing some Tom Hanks freak out at a dog <laughs> is pretty amazing. Yeah. Let's be real, guys. <laughs> that's, that's so good. Uh, my number three, let's bring it back to uh, something that we have we definitely have covered, um, and we've covered it big time, guys, and that's Roadhouse. Ooh, um, come on. 
Roadhouse is one of the absolute so bad it's good movies um, that should be watched by everyone. Yep. I, I, tr- I genuinely believe it. I think it's some of the peak Swayze that exists out there. And, uh, you know, it's peak, you know, boot knife. It's peak <laughs> glass breaking. It is peak 89, yep. in, in my opinion. I, and I, I wanted to make, make mention of this again. It was the live show that we did, our first live show. Um, and I can't wait for our next one. There couldn't one. have been a better and movie chosen for that. I don't yeah. think so, man. It was always in it. It was yes. always going to be it. It was always going to be the first thing. If, if, it was, if we only did one live show, it was going to be that one, mm-hmm. you know, yep. that movie. And uh, I love that movie. You guys now, come on. But we do Broadhouse. have another live show coming up. We are doing Air Force One. That's mm-hmm. true. On Saturday, February 24th in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Tickets on sale. This will yeah. sell out. Um, please consider making your plans coming to hang out with us. Yeah. It's going to be an awesome time. Come on yeah, out. Please Con- do. Confusedbreakfast.com. Number two from old Bud Larson. He's going he's gonna to talk to you on this one, AJ. Hey. Last Crusade there is what you he's go. saying. He said, this was my favorite movie of the Indiana Jones franchise. Temple of Doom, a very close second. Like at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, this guy chooses the wrong cup and instantly ages and turns into a skeleton and gets shot into the wall and his body explodes into 206 bones on the floor. <laughs> like, for real. I mean, is that your favorite of the Indiana Jones it's, ones? It is my favorite, yes. Um, it's probably it's probably my least favorite because I, I don't think I've seen it as much as okay. the other ones. It yeah. is, I do need to go back and watch that one Wait, more. even like the fourth one? I never saw the fourth. Oh, no. I, I, oh, there's I three. talk about there's three. There's movies. three. There's three Indiana Jones movies, it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it, and so yeah, I think. Oh, there's it, a fourth one. Honestly, for me, I think it does go. I think it goes, uh, Crusade, and then um, Raiders. Okay, you and got Temple at the bottom. Temple is probably at, at the bottom. It's actually probably Temple coming the close to time for us to throw <laughs> Temple of the Doom, the Temple of the Doom, in a full episode. I, I think, think so. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to cover that. The, honestly, but the other the other thing about it though, the saving grace is is um, uh, short round. Yep. Yep. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Key Academy Award winner. Key Key yeah. Yes. My number two, Sean. You covered it on Honorables: The Abyss. Nice. I don't know if you guys have seen this or the last time you saw it. I mean, this is James Cameron wrote, directed it. Ed Harris, fantastic supporting ca- uh, cast. If you don't know the thought behind it, it's a civilian diving team trying to find like the best diving team in the world. They're trying to find a lost nuclear submarine that they end up finding an alien aquatic species. Like it sounds very sci-fi and it is kind of sci-fi to a point, but it's very relationship driven. Mm. And like the, the effect it wasn't like one of the worst filming experiences of all time. Like Ed Harris won't even talk about it because it was like, I've heard stories about how just terrible the filming conditions were on this because they were just stuck in these small spaces and, but it was nominated for four Oscars, won one of them. I don't think it's talked about enough. I think it's just somehow kind of like lost underneath the shuffle of other movies where, in fact, there's an alternate ending. Did you ever see the alternate ending of I don't that? I think so. I saw it by accident once. It's where, actually, I'm not even going to spoil it because uh, we'll definitely do this, but I saw the alternate ending once on accident and then I never was able to figure out where that scene came from. It was in like every apocalyptic apocalyptic movie I watched to be like, where was that scene? And I couldn't find it until I finally realized it was on like the deleted scenes oh. of, of the abyss. But I, I 
Dude, I love this movie. I think it's incredible. I think Ed Harris is one of his best roles. Nice. For sure. nice. Yeah. You'd like, that, you'd like that movie. I ever. bet I would. I, I like those types of movies. Um, did you guys ever see... Uh, it reminds me of something like... Uh, I think it's called Sphere. Yeah. It's I, the I one, know what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's like an underwater thing. Yeah. And they like encounter this sphere that is something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I know it, that... It sounds cool. James Cameron, like every movie he makes, you just breaks ground with especially with yeah. visual effects and this was this, this is, had to have been this was one of them it's almost like he just writes scripts and he's like oh that'd be sick and now we need to I figure have, out how to make it I have right. to wait 10 years so we so technology can fucking catch, catch up. up to me yeah got it and wow. it's still i watched it maybe five years ago it's still like wow okay still like, holds up you huh? did pretty good on this it's yeah. long too if i remember but it's okay. a, it's a great movie that's my number two sean what about you <laughs> i mean all right number two uh, uh yeah Uh-oh. yeah Come i'm on. going with this don't yeah. do it um, this is good, probably going to be like a uh, Cobra thing for me. Okay. okay. Um, this movie has a whopping fourteen percent <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes and a four point five on IMDb. Oh yeah. Uh, you would never it's know a Cobra. it. You would never know it. Starring Brad Pitt. Okay. Uh, this movie's called Cutting Class. And no, I fucking even heard of it. I fucking love this movie. It's oh so dumb. It's a horror. Bill is a horror comedy. Uh, I'll just let me just read the thing. After spending time at a mental institution, troubled student Brian Woods returns to class following his father's death amid a swirl of rumors about the emotional state. Brian competes for the affections of Paula Carson with her boyfriend, the school's re- resident rebel Dwight Ingalls, played by Brad Pitt. When students begin disappearing at an alarming rate, Brian is the obvious suspect, but the real threat may be coming from an unsuspected source. Um, I think of one of Bra- uh, Brad Pitt's first roles, and he's so like he's trying so hard. Of man. course, he's <laughs> trying so hard to make this movie better than what it should be. But also, you can tell, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Jill Sholin's also in this. I think she's drop dead fucking gorgeous. Um, it's just a fun high school horror movie, man. I, it's there's it's something charming about it. It's it's a uh, movie night movie. Get a bunch love of friends yeah, together, yeah, yeah. get some pizza and beers. Maybe and it's something out. we should do on our Patreon. I would maybe. love to. That'd I be have, fucking it, awesome. have it on Blu-ray. So let's, awesome. Let's hit it. Um, my number two, my number two and number one could probably be interchangeable. Okay. On this, I'll be honest with you, um, but I am going to say that my number two is is Uncle Buck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Buck has been a movie in my family for. I don't know how long. I remember watching. It's one of the earlier movie watching experiences I distinctly remember as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and Uncle Buck, I ended up getting it as a combo. I finally got it as like a combo Blu-ray pack with this. And might have been, I think it was, uh, might have been Great Outdoors. Great combo. Because it was a John Candy combo the, thing. Johnny Cans. Yeah, Johnny Cans. Um <laughs> So yeah, but Uncle Buck, man, uh, this is this is peak John Candy. It is my John Candy. It is golden delivery. It is he is he is the the captain. The he's the driver. He is the mechanic. He is everything of this movie to me. And then you know, just throw him into this fish out of water scenario for himself. And I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how you can't love this movie yep. to be to be completely honest. So that's that's all I can say about it. It's it it truly is 
um, a masterpiece, John Hughes masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, the number one for Bud Larson is also the number one for me. We're talking about John Candy. We're talking about who's Harry Crumb. Oh, wow. wow. As as John Candy completists out there, I bet both of you have not seen that. I have not. I haven't. I can't say that I've who's seen Who's Harry Crumb is one of the most, like, you. if you're a John Candy fan, you're going to love it. But for some reason, like, most people don't know about it. Maybe it's the name. That's who's Harry Crumb. That's kind of a weird. Sounds name, like a '90s like courtroom drama. Or right. Shit. He plays a bumbling private investigator, um, and it's just one of my favorite John Candy's versions. You got Jeffrey Jones, Annie Potts, uh, Shawnee Smith. That like was young. Yeah. I had a hugest crush on her in Hard this movie. On. Oh, but again, yep. this is like Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's sandwiched right in between Great Outdoors and Uncle Buck, and it just. Yeah. It just gets lost when you got two of those movies in there. Sure, uh, Bud says it's got John motherfucking Candy in it. He plays about five different characters in the movie, which is what I love. He's like he's like a Fletch type guy where uh-huh. he's just multiple characters. Kind of starts out like an '80s porno with the music and everything. Not that I know what an '80s porno looks like. No, no. I sure, bought this sure. on Voodoo before writing this review just to add to my John Candy collection. Uh, does me having this movie on the episode help John Candy on the Mount Rushmore? He says it should. It does Ooh, not. Okay. I, I mean, no. and it doesn't there. matter. He's there. He's there anyway. He's already. In fact. Um, Let's look real quick. I understand you want to pad his numbers, but he's there, man. Yeah. He'll never leave. Let me let me take a one quick glance at this. So the winning vote currently, we're trying to figure out who our fourth one is. And this is a Mount Rushmore of actors who have appeared in movies on our show. On our, show. our show. Exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, let me just double check. It looks like Keanu's going to win this with the replacements. Um, but also... Nothing but troubles coming down the pipeline. That's going to pop him up. We got so many summer rentals coming down the pipeline. We're going to pop him up. I mean, Johnny Cans is never going to leave. No. There's no way we could possibly do more. And we might this. even no. just make sure that he doesn't. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> just you're you're good, bud. But we, we're not going to add it, but he's fine. I need I need a candle like that Nicolas Cage one, but yeah. I need it at John Candy. Yeah, 100%. One. So if anybody has any gift ideas, needs any gift ideas for AJ. Fair candle uh, with John Candy with John on Candy. it for AJ. Don't worry. We'll handle it. Thank you. Those are our number ones. Who's Harry Crumb? Sean, what do you got? Man, I'm going to go with this one. And I, I was, I saw, when I knew that we were going to do 1989 movies, I wanted to watch a couple that I hadn't seen yep. and perhaps make them make the list. Um, I hadn't seen UHF. And man, this is my favorite movie of 1989, probably. This is so much fun. Weird Al Yankovic. Um, this seemed like extremely early Weird Al Yankovic. Mm. You know, I don't know what he had come out with before this like his album album wise anyway yeah but basically he plays uh george uh i forget his last name but he plays george and he's kind of down his luck going from job to job and um he gets this uh, opportunity from his uncle i believe who uh used to run this uh uhf channel 62 just kind of like local access kind of stuff and uh he gets the job to kind of run it himself and gets all these people in place to help him make programming for this channel, and he becomes extremely successful. Um, and then uh, one of the guys that owns another channel 
wants to kind of bury the channel because it's doing way too good. You know, it's kind of like a Wayne's world ish kind of situation. Yeah. And I brought it up in empire records where like they need to save the record stores. Like they need to save channel 62. It's filled with other movie references from like Rambo. Uh, It opens up with an Indiana Jones, uh, like kind of pretty much shot for shot. Uh, But in the weird owl kind of uh, sending it up kind of of way. It's fucking great. It's it's a really really good time, and I think if you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. That's right. Yeah. I'm I'm looking it up. It's kind of like right in the middle of his his like albums. Okay, it's just sort of right like he got famous and then dropped the movie. Hell yeah, huh. yeah. I have never seen UHF, but I it's always either. been on my list because he's just so good. We get countless messages. I think even from maybe Bud right. who has said uh, to watch UHF. Time to throw it on. Then. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Last one, AJ. Number one, what are you going with? Well, it's funny that we kind of started here because I'm going to end it here, and it's The Wizard. Oh! Yeah, buddy. Guys, I'm telling you, The Wizard is... It's it's a kid's dream, in, in my in my opinion. Like, when I saw this, I saw it, I saw it young. Um, I remember watching this movie and just kind of being enthralled with this idea that, you know, in, in my head as a kid when I watched it, it was just some kids kind of not necessarily, like, running away... But on their, they were on their way to go to a video game competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really all it was. I didn't really get the adult aspect yep. of it, you know, of, oh, our kid's missing and we Ooh. need to find him. And, you know, that we're going to hire a private investigator guy who's super weird and creepy <laughs> to go and find him. Um, that kind of a thing. But you have Fred Savage um, and uh, Jenny Lewis. Um, who, by the way, I'm wearing my Postal Service shirt right now. Yep. Um, from when we saw them, saw Jenny Lewis, Postal Service, uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. And I was describing to the guys that, like, another member of that band not only was, like, the set and the lighting, but also Jenny Lewis's dress that night. It's just they strategically place these fans around, so it just is always blowing in the wind, and she just looks like an angel. So, and then she sings like one too. So, oh, look at me, I'm Jenny Lewis. Oh, I'm so, whoa. I'm so talented and like multifaceted and beautiful, and oh man, and, and elegant. Uh, I'm Jenny Lewis. Uh. And uh, but she is, <laughs> but the wizard. Um, honestly, then you then you have it that it is. It's just based around Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So how could you not like it? What, how, like, how could you not love it? And they, they reference so much Nintendo and, like, hidden Nintendo nostalgia. The Power Glove is yeah. iconic from Hell this yeah. movie, honestly, and it sucks in real life, but <laughs> it's so iconic from this movie. Like, Nintendo Power calling in on the hotline and yep. spending that much money. The idea, like, in my mind, I wanted to go to Las Vegas or Reno or whatever because I thought it was, like casinos where they just had arcades that kids could play at <laughs> they don't they don't i was like this is what i want as a sounds kid awesome that sounds amazing and like it's got like the <laughs> the fact that they have like the waitress the like the the also 12 year old waitress walking around you <laughs> want candy or soda or anything like that it's like <laughs> what are you doing in this casino arcade anyways they paint a picture that is um is like a dream for a kid and um and there's some there's also something very special and and very very sentimental about this movie. Uh, the Wizard is a is it's it's a 1989 gem and it must be seen if you if you just like 
the late 80s era of movies. So you have to watch this movie. I can't wait to cover that one. I, I am think so we, excited. We've been waiting for I a long time. Next vote that we put up for it'll be in February for March. I say we pick five of the movies from 89 that we okay. haven't done yet. And we go. I think we do. 1989. What would you like to see? Offer it up. All right. Uh, I think that's what we should do. Uh, I hope I, I hope I hope we, I hope I you hope. guys sold it. I you wait, Jeff. Uh, you wait, Jeff. I hope you guys Who's sold Harry it. Crumb? Dream team. Yeah. <laughs> The wizard. The the, I don't even care. Like, pick one yeah, and we'll do it. Either way. They're all freaking great. So. Well, we freaking love you so much. The only reason we're able to do these bonus Monday brunch episodes is because of our Patreon members. Please consider joining, supporting this podcast. You can get a lot of extra really cool perks at patreon.com slash confused breakfast. Uh, we also got that live show coming up on February 24th in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Buy some tickets from that. Learn everything you could possibly want to learn at confusedbreakfast.com. I think that's it for us. I'm going to go eat some pizza. Enjoy. Time to go. Pizza. Enjoy your brunch. Or you're, it's morning, so you're going to eat lunch or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 But right now, we're going to eat pizza. Enjoy Breakfast your pizza. Lunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda. It's going to be good. We love you. I love you. Love you. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.